Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia and amen. The text for this Easter morning is taken from our gospel lesson from John's gospel chapter 20. I'll read a portion of the text again. Mary stood outside the tomb crying and as she wept she bent over to look into the tomb. She saw two angels in white seated there where Jesus' body had been, one at the head, the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. If you would bow your heads with me in prayer. Risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we find ourselves at the crossroads of life. Remind us that you have defeated our enemies of sin and death and Satan. Remind us that you knew Mary and you called her by name. And in that same way, you know each one of us and you call us also by name to be in your presence. And so help us this day and strengthen us to live as your Easter people, proclaiming that you are the King of Kings and sharing your heart of love with all whom we meet. We ask and pray this all in the name of our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. It's in his name that we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Throughout the Lenten season, we have been talking about people at the crossroads of life. And sometimes those crossroads, those crossroads, first of all, are always decisions that need to be made. But sometimes those crossroads are insignificant, like questions and decisions about what are we going to wear or what are we going to have for lunch. But there are some crossroads in life that can actually change our life. Like when one person asks another, will you marry me? Or when a person goes to the doctor and they ask the doctor, doctor, what is my prognosis? Those questions and decisions and answers can literally change a person's life. Over the last 40 days, we, through the Lenten season, we've talked about crossroads. The crossroads that Jesus and his followers and others of the gospel story have stood at those crossroads to make a decision. We've talked about the crossroads of betrayal and faithfulness that Judas stood at as he betrayed his Lord. We talked about the crossroads of compassion and anger that Jesus stood at as he healed the man whose ear was cut off in the Garden of Gethsemane. He acted with compassion. We've talked about the crossroads of obedience and defiance. As Jesus was obedient to his Father in every aspect, even going and giving his life on the cross. And so in our gospel today, we find three more people at the crossroads of life. Mary, and Peter, and John. Standing at the crossroads of life and death. They saw the joy that Jesus brought into the lives of people as he talked about the kingdom of God that was coming into the world. They they saw Jesus, they listened to the words that he preached, they saw the lives that were changed, and yet as they watched him in that last week, everything seemed to go wrong. As Jesus was arrested, their lives seemed to be frozen. 
they were asking themselves, which path should I take? What would God want me to do? What is my heart and my mind telling me to do? Lord, what would you have me do and where would you have me go? Questions that didn't have easy answers. At times when we stand at the crossroads of life, those answers can seem daunting. In fact, we can find ourselves in a very painful situation as we find ourselves at the crossroads of life and death. And that's the theme of today's message, standing at the crossroads of life and death. Have you ever been in that place? That place where you felt like you were in the land of the shadow of death? A place that was filled with darkness and you didn't know where to turn? A place where you were like in a a room that was closed off and you were just groping around for a door, for a window, for some place to escape. That happened in our life a number of years ago. In fact, it was almost 28 years ago when our son Rob was born. When our son was born, we were excited that he had come into the world, that he was a part of our life, but we quickly found out that something was wrong. His little body was jaundice. It was yellow. It was his bilirubin count was very high. And the doctor said, we need to watch him closely. And so we placed him under the lights. We we waited. And the doctor said that if by a certain time, if his bilirubin count didn't get to a lower level, to a safe level, they were going to have to give him a total blood transfusion. We found ourselves on our knees, praying that God would bring him health and life, that God would keep him safe. It was one of those moments we found ourselves in deep darkness. That's what it was like for Mary and Jesus' disciples. They had been with Jesus for three years. They had watched the miracles that he performed. Everything that Jesus did always turned out good until the week he came into Jerusalem that last week of his life. Everything seemed to change. Jesus had taken his disciples out to to the Garden of Gethsemane there, One of Jesus' own disciples betrayed him. Then Jesus was arrested. The disciples ran away. Peter denied that he knew Jesus. Jesus was beaten. He was taken before Pilate. Pilate who wanted to let him off because he realized that Jesus had done nothing wrong was persuaded by the crowd to have him crucified. And so Jesus was beaten, he was mocked, he was nailed to the cross where he was crucified. And even then he prayed to those who were crucifying him. And then he died. And everybody went to their homes. The disciples' lives were filled with sadness. And they felt that they had no hope. I look back over the past year of our lives in dealing with the COVID virus, and this virus has left many people in the dark. 
feeling like they have been in the land of the shadow of death, feeling like they had no hope, no place to turn. Many people were left in darkness because they lost a loved one. Some were shut in in a place where they could have no family and no friends. They felt they they were all alone. They felt cut off from the rest of the world. They felt like they were at the crossroads of life and death. And they were praying to God, God, what would you have me do? It was there in the deepest darkness at the crossroads of life and death where Mary was outside the tomb of our Lord, weeping because she didn't know what had happened. That two angels appeared. And they simply asked Mary, why are you crying? And she said that they've taken my Lord and I don't know where they have put him. She turned around and she saw someone else standing there, but her eyes were filled with tears. She didn't recognize who it was. She thought it was the gardener who took care of the tomb. And so she asked him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. And that's when Jesus simply spoke her name. Mary. The voice was familiar. She knew that this person knew her as he called her by name. She turned around and she called, she said, Rabboni, which means teacher. And then she embraced the Lord. Again, not fully understanding what was going on. I imagine that she held on to the Lord so tight she didn't want to let go. And that's why Jesus said, you cannot hold on. Literally, you you cannot continue to hold on to me forever. He said, go and tell my disciples that I must ascend to my Father. Tell them that I must ascend to my Father and their Father, to my God and their God. And what I picture is like someone who has come home from military duty. Someone who hadn't yet told their family that they were coming home and it was a surprise. And when they got into their presence and they said their name, that his wife would run and jump in his arms. That the kids that were there would wrap their arms around their father's legs until their knuckles turned white. And they didn't want to let go. That's how it was with Mary that first Easter morning. She didn't want to let go of her Lord. She had lost him, she thought, at one time when he died on the cross, and she never wanted him to leave again. That's what happened with our son as well. When he was sick and his life was in the balance, And the doctor said, you have one hour before we do this blood transfusion. We waited until that time had come, and it began to level off his bilirubin count. And so the doctor said, we'll wait another hour. And the count slowly began to drop. And our prayers were answered as we stood at the crossroads of life and death. One more thing I need to say to you and to me, I know that we have longed to come back to the point in this life 
where things get back to a kind of normal. And I've talked to people who've received the vaccine and they have, after they've received it, they have said, I, I felt like I'm now free. I felt like I can go out and visit with people and be around others. And they have a sense of safety. And my prayer is that we'll continue to move in that direction. But the reality is, is that you and I have, as we have come to the crossroads in life, we can't ever go back to something that was normal. We who have seen the risen Christ with eyes of faith can't go back to the way things were. Christianity is not a spectator sport. We don't watch a game and when it's over, everything goes back to normal. It's, it's not a, a time when we go to a movie and when the credits begin to roll, we go back into our normal life. We have seen with eyes of faith that Christ is risen that he has ascended into heaven, that he sits at the right hand of God, and before he left, he left his disciples with a mission. You are to make disciples of all people by baptizing them and teaching them what I have commanded you. Tell them that I am coming again. Tell them that I will judge the world, the living and the dead. And so how do we live as God's Easter people? We love our spouse. We teach our children and grandchildren. We live as God's faithful stewards of this world that He's given us. And my prayer that it is that as you stand at the crossroads of life, that you will always remember who you are. People who are children of God. People who are Easter people. People who are always asking the question, Lord, what would you have me do? Who would you have me talk to? What hope would you have me share? Knowing that Christ has risen from the dead. Crossroads. They bring us to places that we never thought we would be. Crossroads can bring us to physical sadness, spiritual pain, places of darkness. It can drive us to our knees. But crossroads can also bring us new life. New life that comes with seeing our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with eyes of faith, knowing that God loves us and will never leave us. We have met the risen Christ. He has spoken our name. He has called us to be a part of his family. And so our lives will never be the same. Christ has risen from the dead, and that changes everything. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia and amen.